0: Presented by Wingstop, here he is, Sean Jackson. Ah, oh, yeah!
1: Man, is this thing on? Fuck. you a little slow today. It's on, it's on. Come on, coach. Put me in the game, coach. I'm trying to get in the game, coach. <laughs> um, Three-year starter at NU. Four-year, three or four-year? Three four. Four-year four starter. Oh, my bad. <laughs> See, there, your facts are already messed up. They're something. already messed up. Already huh? messed up. Four-year starter, two-year starter at quarterback in high school. Yep. Okay. 16 and 0 record 3A. 92-93 championship. That's yep. right. Yep. All right. Let me just go let me just say this real quick. Drafted in the 7th round. So not a high pick. Nope. Not a high pick. Nope. Who was the kicker when you went to Pittsburgh? That so was there was, that was the incumbent. So
0: there was a he wasn't an incumbent. His name was Norm oh. Johnson. He uh, he the Steelers decided to go young because he was like an 18-year veteran, 17-year yeah. veteran. Right. And so they said, you know, we can save a pretty substantial amount of money. I think at that time the veteran minimum was probably around eight or nine hundred grand, mm. something like that. Yeah. And then the, the rookie salary, my rookie salary, of my first year was one hundred seventy-five. Oh wow! So you're saving wow. a pretty substantial amount of money. A lot of money, right? Yeah. So they thought, well, let's go young there, and that's why they drafted me. And then they brought in um, an undrafted rookie from Wisconsin. This is a this is a good story. Mm. So. He comes in. Our special teams coach uh, came from Wisconsin, so he was new too. The special teams right. coach, special teams coach, brings his snapper and his kicker to Pittsburgh. They both oh, signed wow. as as, as um, undrafted free agents. Yeah, they were roommates in college. Oh, package Steel. right? So Peck you're Steel. looking crazy. So right so now. I'm, I, I walk into the picture, <laughs> and those two. I mean, give me the evil eye from day one, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? So I'm competing against these guys. Um, I ended up going out. We played, we had a scrimmage against the Redskins at Frostburg yeah. University. That's where the Redskins had their training camp at the time. Right, right. And I go out and I have one of the best warm ups I've ever had in my life. I'm like, this is, I'm going to kick <laughs> so well. I go out and have the worst <laughs> scrimmage ever. I mean, it was terrible. Right. Uh thankfully the other kid did too. Um and so now people are, are you know basically calling for you know them to bring Norm back. Bring, right because br- neither one of these guys are working out. They're, yeah, they're not gonna <laughs> pan out. It's not gonna work. Right? Not gonna work. So fast forward our first preseason game, we play the Bears. Yeah. I go out, my first attempt, thirty seven yarder left hash, pull it wide left. Oh boy. Three River Stadium in unison. Starts chanting Norm, Norm, <laughs> Norm, <laughs> Norm, Norm, or we want Norm, something right. like that, right? Right. So I'm just like, all right, it's, I'm done. Like I'll, they're going to cut me. Next both year. of you guys are still there. Yeah, we're both still there, it's but I'm, still the, I'm the only one kicking in the game.
1: Okay. Right. So I'm you the only start.
0: one. You t- I'm, I'm the only one kicking in the game. Right. So I missed the first one. Second one, we get um, we get another chance, and it's literally a 48 yarder or 49 yarder. Okay. So I've already missed one from 37. I got a 49 yarder, right? right? So I'm like, and I and literally I step out on the field to go out to go to the, to do the kick. It starts pouring rain. Oh boy! <laughs> I go out. I mean, I nail the kick, um, and then we we they, we had a turnover. We got a turnover, and like right away, and yeah. so then we ended up having it stalled out. And I got another kick from 48 yards, but it was on the same hash mark. Nice. So literally one yard closer. Yeah. So, I go out there. I'm like, just kick it like you did the last one. Did the same thing right down the middle. Um, so, I'd made two, you know, pretty long ones after missing one, right? Right, right. Which is real. That's I think that was – I think Bill, um, Coach Cowra, was, was, you know, impressed with how I responded to the miss. Right. Uh, then go out and kick another one, uh, a short one in the second half. So, I go three for four. Yeah. They end up cutting the kid the next Monday. The, like, yeah, he's out. He's done. we got our guy. Right. And so – and then, so me and Mike, the long snapper, Yeah, um, you know, he's still – No, is, you guys are best friends now. Best friends now. Now. We are. We are. That's <laughs> it's my, it's my, you know, yeah. my, my best friend. You took his best friend, Chris. That's my best friend.
1: Well, you got to think, though, if yeah. he was already if he was already his best friend as a kicker, your best friend's got to be the snapper. You're right, absolutely. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, I, are, got. I got you. I got you.
0: Sorry I went on a long tangent, but that's that's the story. No, it's Chris stuff. Yeah.
1: That's so, good stuff. Yeah. Hold on, let me get back to my notes. Can Can I I get it? back to your stats. Let me get back to my, my, <laughs> my stats. Right, listen, I had stats. I had notes. I usually have notes. Okay. But one thing I do now, Chris, is I'm a little older. You see his gray hair? Yeah. I've been hit a few times. I forget stuff.
0: Oh, I know. That's why you got to write it down. Short.
1: I did write it down. You can't <laughs> write down. Remember your notes?
0: Well, That's good you took a picture of it. Whoa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only because I won't tell them myself. Okay, so. First years of the, of the NFL of your NFL career, you converted 132 of 173 field goals.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's about a 70. I think 78 percent, 76 percent, 76. Yeah, yeah. See, I got stats. Yeah. How many points? Ooh, it's over a thousand. I know. 1,200, 1,100? 1, well, no, in the first six years. Oh, first. Oh, I don't know. Five seventy-three. Okay, five seventy-three. First yeah. six years. Okay. I
1: think it's. A, let me ask you this. Yep. You went to Houston. Yep. You know, you played at Pittsburgh. Right. But then you went to Houston when they
0: expanded. Yep. How was that? Uh, that was a real um, – it was a real interesting situation to, to go and be part of the start of a new franchise. And what was really interesting for me was because I had played in Pittsburgh yeah. and because, you know, that team was – You know how the Rooney family made money. I mean, that was their business, right? right? And to go to a team where the owner, because it was new, um, you know, had other interests, and that allowed him to purchase the Texans. So I got to see the difference in how organizations run, how they ran their business differently. Yeah, right. So all decisions, family structure, correct. Business structure. Well, it's family business, right? So they, yeah. were, they, were, they were mindful of what they did in terms of how they spent their money. Right. Right, And then you had another organization where, you know, Mr. McNair um, bought the team for $700 million, uh, built a stadium. And so, you know, he had other interests that, you know, provided him income. Got you. And so he didn't have to be as mindful probably – as um open up at, the checkbook, right exactly so it's just it was just but it was interesting to see it um you know so so clearly when, when you move over but it for me it really wasn't about it will it was to some degree about you know being able to be part of something new like that but yeah. for me it was more about going home oh getting back home get back home because my, right I mean, my right so south my, right south Lake, yeah so my parents were four hours away right you know my brother Drew, who kicked here, yep. right at the time that would have been 2002. So he would have been seven, oh. and then my other brother Reed would have been five. Okay, so for them to be able to come to games and I get to see them a lot more, that was really the big part of 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 the thought. And too. then you put them around it. I mean, because right. Drew played in the NFL as well. He 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 tried. He, or played, he tried he, out. He had a couple. He had a, a stint in the Canadian league. But he still had to look up to his big oh, brother. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah,
1: say, okay, yeah. he went to Nebraska. Follows right. you in your footsteps right. and, and going there. How's right. Drew doing now?
0: He's doing fantastic. He's uh, living down in Keller, Texas, which is right next to our hometown. And he and Shaley have been married now for a couple of years. Doing just doing awesome. So you got some nephews? Uh, I do have some nephews. You got some kickers? Uh, <laughs> I don't unfortunately have any kickers. No.
1: Dang, you're supposed to be breeding kickers.
0: I know. I my oldest is is uh, we tried to do that and. He just he he played football at West Side, but then uh, he went the golf route. I mean, he just smart you know, man. I know super swing golf at Creighton right now. Come on, so. see
1: yeah. even better. Right. Cr-
0: so stop holding out
1: on us, man. You holding out on us, Chris B. All right. So who's the best player at Pittsburgh? Who do you say? Because I'm gonna go back to Nebraska here in a minute. I'm okay. gonna go yeah, okay. start. But who's the best player you play with at Pittsburgh?
0: The best player and the best human being I ever. That, at Pittsburgh, and probably maybe that I played with in my entire career, both pro and college, was Jerome Bettis. Really? Oh, yeah. Get on the bus. Yeah, he is. What made him What made him? just, just his heart? Just, the I, way just he I mean, himself? just the way he handled himself, the way yeah. he worked. I mean, he was a superstar. But he's just one of those guys that you, you asked him to do something. I mean, you were his teammate, and he was going to do it. I right. mean, yeah, he's just – he just got a really good heart, um, you know, cares about people. Yeah. Um, just an unbelievable human being. Yeah.
1: The the you know, when I'm thinking Pittsburgh back then, that was when Pittsburgh was at the kind of the height, right? Oh yeah. On yeah. the way to yeah.
0: um was been there at that time? No. So I was with Cordell. So you can oh, imagine you got So you so you can imagine the conversations we had. Oh right? let me
1: ask you a question. What's the difference between Nebraska, play playing kicking
0: at Nebraska yep. and kicking in the league. Ooh, good question. Um I think this is probably true with any position, I think. When you go from college to the NFL, I think that there is just a sense of urgency around performance, around performing and being held accountable because it's your job. Right. You know, that's what you're paid to do. And I think that for whatever reason, maybe that's why we were so good at Nebraska. I think that the same—you had the same feeling there because um, the only difference is we didn't get paid but it was get, our job. Was our job, right? But it was our but, job. But, You're but, exactly right. But I think that for how, however, Coach Osborne psychologically did this, you know, it was just one of those things that you didn't, you you knew what was expected of you, yeah, but you didn't have. It didn't feel like you had the pressure to perform, right? You just, you just. That's just what you did, Uh, and maybe I don't know if that makes sense or not. But no, 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 you're because
1: we're going to talk about this because I think it's very interesting how you got to Nebraska, and then was it? Because most people think, you know, I give you kickers all, I give you guys problems all the time. Absolutely, I used to give you guys like you the laziest dudes, but that kind of went out the door when you came in. As far as like scout team, y'all was on scout team. Yeah, you know, yeah. Talk, let's let's just forget the NFL for a minute. Right, sure. now I want to, I'm sure. gonna go back to that. I'm gonna put because when you got to Nebraska, first of all,
0: who recruited you? Yeah. When you got here, yep. what was it like? And how in the heck did you make it on scout team? So I came up to the summer football camp before my senior year started. I was going around to different camps, and my stepmom is from Kimball, Nebraska, which is way out west, almost on the Wyoming border. Yeah. And she was suggested to my dad, she's like, "You should send him to Nebraska's camp, right?" And my dad's like, well, he's not good enough. I'll never get a scholarship there. Um, which I, I, to this day, still bring that up to him. Aha! That's
1: what you said, right, Dad. Right. You remember that? Right. When he messes up now, you'd be like, hey, Dad. You remember
0: uh, back in 1992, yeah. he was like, I ain't good enough. Right. Okay, okay. So I come up to camp here, right? And I get – we go into the Cook Pavilion to do all the testing, right? And there's literally 500, maybe 700 kids at the camp, right? And I'm thinking – how in the world is anybody ever going to notice me here, right? right. So I go, and I get – they had it alphabetized. You go with these little cards so they can write down all your information. So I go up to the table and say, yeah, my name's Chris Brown. I get my card. I walk back. They had predetermined places where we stretched, like stretching lines. Right. So I'm walking to my line or wherever I'm supposed to sit for stretching, and I feel a tap on my shoulder. I turn around, and it was Coach Gill. He says, hey, I'm Turner Gill. Uh, I just want to let you know that I recruit the Dallas area. We're glad you're here. Uh, I'll be watching you. So um, you know, again, just welcome yeah. and uh, enjoy your time. So from that moment on, I kind of knew that at least I had somebody that was watching. Did me you and know who Turner me. Gill was at that time? Absolutely. Okay, you already
1: knew. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. so you yeah. were filling yourself. Oh, yeah. So Turner then, just came up to me, Dad, and
0: said, <laughs> right. "He's watching me, and I ain't
1: even kicked the ball yet."
0: Well, so here's what here's what was lucky though. What was lucky is because I played quarterback. Sure. I went to the quarterback station where Coach Osborne and Coach Gill were running the drills. Ah. Right? And yeah. so and so what you were supposed to do is go like you pick one one yeah, pick offense, the offense in the, in the morning yeah. and then go defense in the afternoon right. or flip it, right? Right. Well, after the first morning session, they said, don't go to defense. You just keep coming to the offense. So I was around them the whole time. And then after every session, we would kick. Yeah. So I'd come over and start kicking and Coach Young, uh kick the ball! Yeah. What are you doing, Chris? <laughs>
1: That's oh, not good enough. Yep. you should have a lot of that. We got to get Brand on.
0: We got to get Brent right, to come do yep, yep, his. Yep. He's damn young, but yeah, go ahead. So I would kick the uh, after after every session, and um, you know they knew that Darren Erstad was most likely going to be picked in the top five picks of the baseball draft the following year. Right. And, I've so, already, and I
1: talked to Darren, and Darren had told Coach – Was Darren a, a senior when you came in as a – or, or no, he had he another year, right? No,
0: he had another year, but he left because he got drafted. So okay, that's when okay. he, he had told Coach Osborne, okay. if I'm in the top five, I'm probably going to leave. All right. So then those guys, Coach Young and Coach Osborne, were on the lookout for a replacement. And so I just so happened to show up at the camp. I'm a quarterback. You know, I'm kicking. Um, They liked, I think, the fact that Darren was such a good athlete too. Right. And so they – I think for Coach Osborne, the recipe made sense. That That was his recipe. Right. You want to get somebody at that position that maybe had some athleticism, you know, to them, maybe played another position or other sports because then they could understand – how important it was for them when they, when we would go out and make field goals, right. We could handle the pressure a little bit better. Yeah. Right. So I ended up, you know, it was like the second or third day coach Osborne calls me up, you know, after one of the sessions and is like, Hey, we're, we like you as a, as an athlete. We like you as a kicker. If we like what we see on film, we've called your coach. We've requested some film. If we like what we see, we're going to offer you a scholarship. And this was June before my senior year. Yeah. So I'm like, I was—I mean—I was stunned. I mean, this was like out of out of nowhere. Right. Um, I leave the camp. Coach Gill says I can't call you till July fifteenth because that's not officially you become a senior in July fifteenth. So I'm like, okay. So eight o'clock, July fifteenth, the morning at Coach Gill calls me. Dang, phone ringing. Right. And then I'm in. Well, two- wait, what, what, what's up, Chris? Wait, what, <laughs> what, what, what? What's going on, man? I think we're gonna make you a Husker. <laughs> yep. That- <laughs> That's Coach Gill right there. <laughs> what you doing, 1-2? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, that's 3-5. That's 3-5 over there. Kick down. Anyway, who's yep. stopped. So, um, I ended up – we have two days in August, and I came home one one day after practice, and Coach Gill calls and says, hey, I got somebody who wants to talk to you. It was Coach Osborne, and he, he offered me a scholarship. So it, did I, he come to your house? He did come to my house and made a visit later how, that, that fall. How many people were in your house when he came?
1: Was it just the family? Yeah, it was just our family. Just the family. Yeah. How was that, having Coach Osborne come to your
0: house? Well, I mean, I think – for me, it was cool, but I think for my stepmom, it was like who's from Kimball, Nebraska, <gasps> from way out west. Yeah, well, because it was Coach Gill and Coach Osborne. Oh, both, right? So like scoring it, explosion right. and the doctor. I mean, you got to think like she. I, I think she would have been in in school here in Lincoln probably in during this during the scoring explosion. Yeah. So yep. for her to have like Turner Gill and Coach Osborne, you know, visit our house, I think it was it was a pretty special moment. Yeah, you know, for her. So. It was cool. I mean, you know, Coach Osborne's visits, I mean, he was great. I mean, it's it's Coach Osborne, but he's you know, just going to be like, "Well, Chris, we're really excited for you to come to Nebraska <laughs> and be our place kicker for 4 years." And you know, I mean, right? But but I think he's got this aura yeah. that, you know, you you just can't explain it. You can't words can't describe it. Nope. But when he walks into a room, it's just one of those things. You just have you feel this energy that he he has this you know he possesses that it's just it's hard to explain still to this day to this eighty
1: five he still possesses the same as he had back then yep that's crazy yep okay so you get to Nebraska uh,
0: what happens once you get here Which so been 90- 95, five. yeah so ninety five obviously the the expectations were crazy high we just c- come off our first national championship we don't really miss. We're not. I mean, we didn't lose much. I mean, honestly, we. I mean, the only thing that we really obviously lost was Darren. Was a big part of our special teams with the you know the punting unit, and the kickoff unit, and was the field goal kicker when you got here? Was it so? Uh, it was Tom Sealer. Sealer, but Darren did all the long long kicks. Long so Sealer would goes. do all the extra points and, okay. and like mid. Sealer didn't have a big leg, and then Darren would do all the long stuff. Gotcha. So we lost Sealer and lost Darren. Um and then so I you know there was probably I mean honestly from from a if you were to look at like what was where was the hole it was it was there kicking. it was at kicking right and so, yeah
1: because we Ted Restloff old man Jesse yep uh so who else it was a couple more Bill Lafleur was Bill there. There, Lafleur right?
0: Billy Lafleur so there was some you know there was some competition at, at the punting position to try to figure out who was going to do that did you have a competition uh well yeah me and T- me and Ted competed Yeah, absolutely yeah so. That oh, and no, and then and Andy Belangens. Andy came in with me as a freshman. I. One eye. Yes, yep, yep. one eye. Glass eye, yeah.
1: Professor One Eye. Okay, right. so listen, we're going to throw it to break. I'm with Chris Brown, the captain of the Ticket 93.7. We'll be right back.